What's up guys and welcome back to PriceBot. Today I have a really cool opportunity to bring you a video with the new 212 Mr. Olympia, Sean Clarita. I had the opportunity to sit down with him and talk about his prep, his come up for being a pro in the WMBF, how he became a pro at a Bantamweight and NPC, and how he became the new 212 Mr. Olympia. So we kept it light here. There's some supplement talking here, obviously, because he's with Nutrow and we're big fans of Nutrow, but I want to keep it light, informative, and fun. So thanks guys for tuning in. Enjoy the interview. Sean, thank you so much for meeting me. Yeah, appreciate it. So happy to meet you guys. Um, it, I'm from Jersey. I've never met you before. It's kind of really? funny. Really? Yeah. Jersey? Uh, I trained down in Diesel in North Brunswick. But I used to live down there. Oh, yeah, really? I lived in North Brunswick for a while. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, obviously, knew you were local, but haven't been up with you. But uh, we do a lot of work with Nutra, so super excited to. Awesome. Yeah, I guess we're both wearing the shirt, so we can say we're, we're, we're <laughs> together today because of Nutra Brow. But yeah. uh, congratulations on T12 Olympia. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I, I I follow you. I'm I'm also a huge fan of, of Jansen's, so I okay. kind of have an idea of how you got here. And I'm kind of I guess prefacing this whole interview is kind of I'm guessing I have a lot of uh, themes of consistency. Yeah. Everyone wants to know what did you do that got you here. I think we can tell everyone <laughs> to chill out already, right? It's just, it's, I guess you said it, consistency. Um, this has always been something I've been passionate about: the sport, the process, see my body progress, change. From year to year, and um, despite all the naysayers and people doubting me, say I couldn't do it, I'll never make it. I just continue to work hard, continue to see my body progress year to year, um, bring up big areas, improve, and then little by little, I just kind of just started climbing the ladder. As far as getting my pro card, you know, working my way up into uh, competing in pro shows, finally getting to a first call out, right. uh, winning a pro show, and then finally, finally, seeing myself on Olympia stage. And then from there, getting on Olympia stage, kind of like starting all over again. Yeah. My first Olympia, I was dead last. Okay. You know, I had qualified by winning a show, but they went to Olympia, I was dead last. But it's okay. Again, again, I was starting over again from, from scratch. Uh, and I knew I'd just kind of, same thing, work my way back up. And then uh, over the five years, I finally uh, climbed, climbed the ladder and became the champ. Yeah, we were talking before this camera started rolling about your history. About yeah. how you started the IMBF, WMBF. Yeah. Uh, I think you mentioned OCB as well. Uh, well, I can, I can, I, I've known it at OCB, but I only okay. compete with NBA, uh, I love NBC, IAMBF and WMBF for a while. Cool. So you have, you've had a long history of this. How many years has this been? Uh, this is 50, going on 16 years. I've actually done, this Olympia was my 50th show. So everyone wants that overnight success, but yeah. wow. <laughs> if, if you want that, good luck. Yeah, yeah. Well, very, very few can do that. Well, it's, I mean, it's kind of cool though. I mean, we're, uh, transparently, we're mostly a supplement Channel. We talk about this a lot about some. We're not going to do a lot of that today. We're going to talk a little bit about what you do with Nutrabout, yeah. but there's a fun parallel with Nutrabout has been around for what 25 years. 25. Um, yeah, and and it, I mean they were not the popular brand forever, right? They yeah. were not at the top. So it's it's cool to see that parallel between you and your sponsor. I think yeah. it's important that you you guys really relate. I think. Well, actually, it's funny. I mean, I was when I started this journey, I was in college, and okay. I found out Nutrabout when I was in college. Cool. So I used to travel to all the seminars, the shows, anything that was bodybuilding related, I was there. Every single week, whether it was New York, Jersey, Maryland, wherever. Cool. Um, and I've obviously seen Nutribi at many shows, vendors. I met Dan Margolis well, years ago. And I was always like a fan, like, hey, I want to join a team, I want to join a team. I sent Mark messages on Facebook years ago. <laughs> and it's, it's funny, he actually called me a couple weeks ago. We were talking about the Olympia. He's like, you know what, I went to send you a message, and I saw you send messages back in like 2007. I was like, yeah, you never responded to it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it just tells you how far back I go as far as being a fan of the, of the, uh, of the brand. And um, again, it's just one of those brands, again, it's a Jersey brand. I'm a Jersey guy, yeah. uh, very reputable brand, great products. And I've been, again, I've been a user and I've been a user for years, so. Yeah, I think it's unheard of. Well, it's it's not popular in this industry to have a good relationship with the sponsor yeah. you have, to have a, 
an actual authentic relationship. Absolutely. Uh, obviously, we know like you have you have influence in the industry. You're you're you have a lot of achievements. You're obviously two mm twelve -hmm. Mr. Olympic. You could have your pick of the crop, but yeah. you're you're with a company that makes you feel oh, yeah. like it's good. You know, they're family now. They're not, I don't consider them a team anymore. Um, yeah. Again, the support they've shown me over the course of these past couple of months being at the Olympia. Uh, it's been amazing, a big experience overall. That's awesome. That's really cool. Um, so, you mentioned uh, kind of the, the starting down at the, at the, at the beginning again. With, when you came to even like the pro ranks, you start mm -hmm. to win shows. Getting Olympia, it's like starting over at the bottom again. Yeah. It seems like you've had like a, um, I don't know if, if, if I'm putting the words in your mouth, but an underdog mentality a lot. You're starting the back of the pack a lot. What would have been the biggest factors that take you from the back to the front? Um, I think, again, the biggest thing for me is I can kind of go back to 2012 when I turned pro and earned my pro card. Again, it was it was just the doubters and naysayers. Mm. Uh, I was actually at the show when I turned pro. One guy particularly came up to me and said, hey, congratulations, but your career is over. <laughs> um, people think I'm joking. Like, I'm, this is actually what happened at the show. And I said, what do you mean? He's like, well, you turned pro as a bantamweight. There's never been a bantamweight who's ever, you know, done well at the next level, right. never won a pro show. You know, man, this, this is it for you. Mm -hmm. And in my mind, I'm like thinking, if I got this far, who's to say that I'm going to continue to work hard and progress that I can't make it to, you know, a pro stage and do well and win a pro show and right. eventually make it to the Olympia. Um, that's kind of that one thing. I mean, it doesn't really motivate me, you know, honestly, but it always kind of lingers in the back of my head that yeah. there's always going to be doubters, always going to be naysayers in the back of my I don't have to prove them wrong. I kind of prove myself right. You know right. What I mean? That's kind of always been my my, uh, my unreal mentality. It's just kind of just, no matter how good I, no matter how good I can be or get, there's always room for improvement, always room to get better. Yeah, I think it's been kind of a cool shining light in bodybuilding for you, um, showing that it can be about proportions, it can mm -hmm. be about lines and symmetry. Yeah. It doesn't have to be about all size, right? I mean, what well, did you weigh this year? Uh, on stage, I was actually 177. That's awesome. And um, you, you funny mention that. Uh, I was actually talking to one of the judges. Well, he actually wasn't a judge, but he is a judge. And um, he kind of had a conversation in regards to, you know, who are they to go with as far as me and Kamal for the win? Mm -hmm. And... Um, they're saying it's not all about the size anymore. You gotta go with the guy who has the best structure, who has the best conditioning, proportions, um, aesthetics, the whole nine yards, the whole entire package. And the bigger that, the bigger guy doesn't always have to win. Right. And then I proved that. Yeah. So, and it's, it's awesome to see. Yeah. Because there's been a lot of complaints, obviously, over the years. We There were that the mass monster phase. Mm -hmm. that, I mean, this year, I mean, I've, we all love big Grammys and some cool stuff. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's impressive. Yeah. But it's, it's awesome to see it given to someone who. Who who's total package? Let's yeah. be real. I mean, that's Mr. Olympia, who has the best physique that day. Right. That's what you go to, no matter height, weight, no matter what. Right, right. Uh, so that's that's really cool. I mean, your training and your nutrition principles we don't talk too much about. I watched your um, the Nutribio series you guys did uh, leading up to the Olympia. Mm -hmm. Do you, you you don't do a lot of content just specifically talking about your principles and that? Could we talk a little bit about yeah. what you do on a day in day? Uh, Basis? Yeah, so I work with John Meadows. Okay. I've been working with him for the past six years now, and he's actually the one that formulates all my training programs. Cool. Uh, and he and I kind of share the same mindset, just he knows what works best for me and what I, I prefer. And most of my movements are always going to be compound movements. Uh, barbell rows, single dumbbell, uh, dumbbell rows, metal rows. Uh, I'm very, I'm a big believer in just heavy weight right. and a lot of reps. Um, not a big believer in cables, machines, they have their place, obviously. Right. Um, but for me, what works best for my body, what body actually grows better on is kind of just lifting heavy and just getting it done. Yeah, you're speaking my language. I'm a power lifter. Oh, yeah, exactly. So exactly. I, I mean, <laughs> cables have their place, I think, always in, 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 in a hypertrophy realm. Yes. Isolation can be sometimes important. Yes. But, um, I'm a big follower of your, your other coach, Jansen, who's big yes. on progressive overload. Same right? thing. Um, I've had a, an awesome relationship with John over the years getting to talk, and I, I love the way he thinks. 
uh, not just on heavy compounds, but then also sets afterwards where you're driving tons of blood. Yes. You're bringing together a lot of different um, camps. You, mm -hmm. You've got like your heavy lifters, you've got your pump uh, trainers. Yeah. It seems to be like the, the best of both worlds. I was saying, well, John, you don't, you don't want to expect either. Yeah. Every week is something different. Like, again, this week will be completely different from next week. And like you're saying, some days are just heavy compound movements for that 8 to 10 reps. And sometimes John trying to throw in like a band movement for 15 to 20 reps. Again, I don't know what to expect. What all I know is that it's going to work. It's going to stimulate the muscle and it's going to help me improve. So that's all that matters. Yeah, absolutely. Has there been um, concepts over the years that you've done for long amounts of times? Or is it just weekly in and out? Just John? weekly in and out. That's man. Awesome. It's just consistent. You know, staying true to the process. Um, believing in John, obviously, and what he's doing, me, telling me to do. Um, believing in you know Matt, obviously, on the, the, the supplement and nutrition side. And those two yeah. coming together, what kind of has helped me progress from you know placing last to to winning it over the past you know five years. So there's got to be something to say too with uh, you know you've been training for I think you said 16 years now. Yeah. Or at least competing. I don't even know before that if you were training before that. Yeah. It can get boring after a while. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when John's kind of training, like when when I get tired of like what I've been doing yeah. for three months or whatever, I always look up his programs because it's like. He thinks I'm some seriously sadistic Crazy stuff. stuff. Yeah. Crazy shit. <laughs> like, I look at it like, fuck. Yeah. Like, I don't want to do this tonight, but it's, it's got to be done. And like you said, you're right. It's, if I were doing it myself, I'd get so bored. Oh, yeah. so Just like, oh, I walk in the gym, like, what do I do today? Kind of like looking around. Whereas him, I have the program right in front of me, telling me the reps, the sets, the whole nine yards. This way I can kind of get through it and get out of it versus me just walking around the gym, just freely picking certain right. machines, not knowing when to stop. Because if, we if I were doing it myself, I'd be in the gym for two, three hours. Right. Like I used to do it. When I yeah. first started, I was in the gym for two, three hours and just kind of burning myself out. Um, I was progressing, but not at the rate I could have been had I kind of cut back on, on certain things. So. Right. Obviously, you're, you're a high-level trainer. You mm -hmm. understand your body. You understand yeah. how to train. But could you think you could have gone to the level you could without someone else driving sometimes? Hmm. I think I could have done well, but not to the point where I was winning the Olympia. Right. I think I could have obviously made the Olympia and placed somewhere in that top 10 to 15 maybe. Um, but as far as winning it, no. I just Again, it just... Having that plan set where I don't have to think about anything, just do. Yeah. Um, that just frees everything up and kind of makes me like kind of just go. Whereas I'm just thinking about my diet, thinking about the training. I think that that's, that kills everything. Yeah. And eventually I'll get bored. Yes. So I've always been the kind of same way where like you give me the plan, I can execute. Mm -hmm. But if I spend too much time thinking about yeah. what it is, when when you're in the seat of this person that's it's, you know competing, yeah. and you can be way more introspective than you need to be. Absolutely. So on the other side of things, obviously training is only so much as diet supplementation with Jansen. Mm -hmm. um, are you a carb person? Take us through a normal day with you. I'm pretty boring, man. Yeah. Um, I can go through, I mean, I can pretty much tell you my prep in a matter of like two minutes. It's literally, <laughs> we're up at four o'clock in the morning. We're doing cardio by 4.30 in the gym. I'm coming home, get all my fastest supplements in, getting a shower, getting my first meal in. And then from there, I'm literally resting in between each meal. Yeah. And then... Uh, I'll get three meals in, and then by the time four o'clock rolls around, we're kind of headed to the gym again to do our actual night training. Back home, get another meal or two in, and we're back to bed because we'll start our process again at four o'clock. That's awesome. In terms of uh, like nutrition principles, mm -hmm. uh, are there any, I mean, are you a high carb guy? Are you a fat person? Like how much protein are you getting in? Are there any things that you specifically feel strongly about? Um, biggest thing with me is I don't like a lot, I don't eat a lot of variety. Yeah. Uh, my diet consists of five things, literally five things. It's uh, beef, turkey, um, fish, rice cakes, and uh, white rice. Awesome. That's it. So for the reason why the variety is so minimum because digestion is our biggest thing for us. And those are the foods that work best for my body, would digest easily. 
Um, I've tried other things like steak. Bodybuilders love steak, right? For me, it doesn't digest properly. Right. So why put something in my body that's not going to help me progress and, and kind of just sit in my stomach and kind of you know irritate things? Um, again, those things are the foods that work best for my body, what digest properly, and kind of what gives me that energy I need to, to train. I think that's super important. I think too many people are dogmatic in thinking, like you said, the steak's an incredible source of nutrition, yeah, right? But if it sits in your stomach, grinding it up into ground beef can make a huge difference. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. It's the it's people need to realize what one works for one person doesn't work for everyone. Yeah, you got to figure works for your body, and that's kind of what you know what happens with my coaches in the, the beginning of the are working together. They have to learn your body. And that's one thing I kind of tell these young kids too when they hire a coach. Give your coach some time to learn your body. Yeah. They're not going to get it after one or two shows. They have to learn your body, what works best for you as far as training and nutrition. And once you guys kind of find find the right formula, like John, ha John has with me as well as Matt, then things start rolling in, in the right direction. Yeah, how long have you been with John and Matt? John, I've been with six years and Matt, five. That's, that's a yeah. lot of time to learn your body. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. Well, like I said, Matt can die through his eyes closed. Yeah. Right <laughs> so. yeah, but that's how a coach should understand you. Yeah. You know, and I think it's important. But on the flip side, again, as we get older, our bodies do change, yes. and one prep is not the same as the other. Right. Um, very similar, obviously, um, but there are certain things in certain times where things do have to change. Whereas, you know, in the past, I would do very minimum cardio, minimal cardio, where now I'm doing a little bit more cardio. Yeah. Um, just age just kind of catches up to you. Your yeah. metabolism just came down. Yeah, it slows down a little bit. You know, you, again, you gotta change things every time. Are you a, a same kind of cardio person all the time, or do you get bored with cardio types? You know, I, I don't even. I don't. You know, I just do it. I have yeah. to. You know, I'd say, I'll, John or Matt says forty minutes of stairs. It's forty minutes of stairs. Yeah. And he'll say, "Hey, I need you to crank out another twenty after you train." I'm like, all right. Yeah. And that's it is what it is. I just kind of again, I have a plan set. I finish. I execute, and that's it. So before we start talking a little bit more on supplements, I have yeah. to ask. Uh, your video of you pumping up backstage. <laughs> it's been shared everywhere, right? I know, I know. It's nuts. I'm still getting shared on it. Yeah. yeah. Can you give us, what was it? Was it sodium? Was it carbs? Was it the timing? Was, I don't know, man. So that's kind of right. I'll start a little secret backstage. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to give that out, but let's just say it's uh, very unexpected. It's proprietary. Yes. Yeah, great, great word. I think it, it's our special. Though. There you go. I think the, the right answer was it was Nutribio Stim Free Pre. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Cool. Oh, so let's rewind that. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. So I think there's a lot of uh, good information to get out to everyone. Uh, I do want to bring in a little bit and talk about in terms of Nutribio, what products fit well for you. Um, you're an authentic person. We're not going to sit here and tell yeah. you that you take every product, but what helps you in your day to day life? Yeah, I. I my tablets are stacked, literally. Uh, wow. First thing in the morning, it's always going to be my, if I'm doing cardio, it's going to be my Alpha EAA, mm. uh, along with my Yohimbine, as well as my Carnitine, and my, my Thermal Fuel. All right? We'll obviously sip the Alpha EAA throughout the session. I'll come home. That's when I get my fasting supplements in. Um, my Omegas, my Milk Thistle, uh, D3, Curcumin, the whole nine yards. And then I'll have some more supplements out to my first meal, getting mm. more of the, uh, oof. Again, I just, all my body is the minimum, pretty much. Yeah. And as far as my training side goes, um, before I train, I always do a pre-training meal, which is very small. Um, I do 100 grams of oats cool. mixed with uh, 50 grams of muscle matrix. Um, the reason why I like the muscle matrix because, again, it's like a, a half and half thing. It's the casein right. as well as the isolate. And I feel it kind of holds me through that training session um, along with the oats. And during training, I'm only doing 20 grams of the uh, Entroblast mm -hmm. um, with 50 grams of super carb. Cool. Um, so I'm sipping that as I train. And then immediately post-training, uh, I'm going to do another 60 grams this time of the uh, iso protein, uh, 10 grams of MCT powder, 5 grams of leucine, 
as well as another 50 grams of uh, super carb. Cool. Um, also, I forgot to mention, pre-training, as soon as I walk into the gym, I'm doing uh, another scoop of Alpha EAA. I'm going to do this, the pre-stem free. I'm going to do 5 grams of creatine and 5 grams of the AAKG, which is the old school pump. That'll, yeah, that's old school. AKG yeah. is, yeah, that is old school stuff. Yes. Uh, there's some cool stuff that uh, Mark keeps around with the line that like... He was surprised I was using yeah. that. He yeah. was like, I love that. It's stuff. old school stuff. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, you said you started 16 years ago. I mean, 10 years ago, that was I'm it. old school, man. That's yeah. it. I don't need anything fancy. <laughs> <laughs> well, that'll, that'll keep you going. It's interesting. You mentioned oats. Mm -hmm. A lot of people will say like oats don't digest for me. It's crazy. It's all crazy. Obviously, I'm an oats guy. Especially because yeah. like, I like the texture. I, I tried the cream of rice thing and it fit like baby food. I couldn't do it. <laughs> cream rice just says, I think cream rice is just too much for me. Okay. It's like a lot. It's just, a, it's only 50 grams, but 50 grams is like a mass monster of cream of rice. I'm just yeah. kind of trying to digest it. But the oats just work for me, man. They taste yeah. great. They kind of go down smooth. They kind of just, but yeah, I hear the same thing. Guys, oh, I can't do oats. Like, why can't you do oats? Yeah. That's weird. I, to, to me, I mean, it, it's incredibly steady for me. Yeah. The energy is there. Always have been. Um, the texture is just right. I don't feel like I'm like... It's old school too, man. Like, again, another old school. Everyone's used yeah. to oats. Well, you know what was for me when I was coming up? Uh, I remember, like, reading an Evansetipani article yeah. where he was, like, making fun of kids that couldn't eat much. He was like, for me, breakfast is, like, a dozen eggs and two cups of oats. And I was like, yeah. I'm going to eat oats, you know? That's Simple. what it was. So, awesome. Well, so, okay. So, we've got a lot of information out there. Mm -hmm. I think I want to close it out with asking you... Uh, you came up from, you were in college when you started. Yeah. And uh, multiple times you've gone from being the amateur to, to the top of the amateurs, the bottom of the pros to the top of the pros. Um, what's your message to young competitors who are trying to get to that next level? Uh, the biggest thing is be patient. We're seeing a lot of kids, um, call them kids, I feel old, wow. Yeah. Uh, not even kids. <laughs> we're seeing a lot of young competitors just kind of just doing one show, wanting to all of a sudden go to the national show or. Yeah. Well, I'm hearing this pro card, pro card, pro card. Like when I first started competing, I'll be honest, I didn't know what a pro card even was. <laughs> no, legit. Like someone's like, "Hey, you gonna go for your pro card next year?" I was like, "What the hell's a pro card?" Like I don't know. Yeah. I was just competing because I love the sport. Yeah. I love the process. And I think a lot of guys are, are missing that aspect. I was actually gonna post this other day. I kind of didn't post it, but like when you get ready for a show or you're doing a show, like enjoy the process. I've done 50 shows total, and if you pull out a trophy from here right now, ask me about any particular show, and I can tell you what happened. Right. Because I took each show and I kind of thought about it. It was a memory for me. And I enjoyed the process going to the show. I enjoyed the show and, and the actual, you know, post-show. So a lot of you guys just jump into a show just to qualify, just to go to a national show and kind of missing out on the whole entire process, enjoying the process and taking everything in. Um, I think, again, that's, that's the biggest thing for me. Be patient. You know, if, if it's meant to be, it'll happen. Um, take your time. Don't do anything crazy. Again, if you have a coach, listen to your coach and your coach only. Um, don't be one of these guys who jump around, coach yeah. jumping, because, again, it takes time for your coach to learn your body, you know? So again, trust the process, be patient, be consistent, be, um, you know, disciplined with everything you do as far as your cardio, your nutrition, um, your training. And again, if, it, if it's meant to be, it'll be. Yeah. You think social media has changed that? I, I keep talking about me being old. I feel like I, we didn't have this back in the day. Right. We, we definitely didn't have it. Um, it absolutely has. And I get it. People want to, you know, be Insta famous and just, Posting pictures just to you know nationally qualify the whole nine yards. I get it. I, I totally get it. But I said if you're doing it for that reason, you're doing it for the wrong reasons. You know you're gonna yeah. get burnt out very quickly. And um, like I said, I think the biggest thing you're doing for the wrong reasons just to have that IFB Pro in front of your name. Like yeah, it doesn't like, do anything for you. Like people say, oh, you're gonna change your Instagram to Miss Olympia. Like no, it's just Sean Carita. Yeah. Like, like, like I, I was never that guy who who worried too much about the social media aspect. 
And that's kind of reason I think this year as well, people always ask, like, how come you didn't post much going into the show? I don't know if you guys really paid attention, but, like, this year I didn't get much exposure as far as the predictions go, yeah. which I'm okay with completely. It doesn't really matter to me uh, because I'm not the guy who posts pictures of myself in the gym with no shirt on. Right. I'm not the guy training with, you know, short shorts and showing my body throughout the year, posting progress pictures. I trained in the biggest t-shirt and pants possible. Didn't post any progress pictures. Didn't go on any social media sites. Didn't say anything. Okay, I kept my mouth, my mouth closed, my head down, and worked. Right. Um, and a lot of guys can't do that. They feel like they always have to post something. Like, oh, I'm, you're the Jesse guys in my gym now. I'm taking a picture, and in, in five minutes later, he's posting on Instagram. Right. It's you know, it's. I guess I get, it, I get it. It's social media king nowadays. I totally understand it for the reasons for it, for it. But um, if you're a true competitor who's doing it for for the reason of for that to actually make it to the top, then you know it'll work out for you. Sounds like it comes down to like really what you identify as in that. What you really want. Yeah. If you want to be FFA, just, okay, great, shoot for that. Yeah. Do that. That's fine. But if you want to be a true bodybuilder or competitor, then then, then do that as well. Be that. Yeah, because it's kind of unfortunate because it seems like bodybuilding is used as a vehicle to drive that fame in Instagram. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Whereas if you're really a competitor, if you really are loving that sport, your sport's kind of getting taken advantage of. Yeah. You know, we don't really, we, we, we don't really focus on the social media part. Of course it's there. We have yeah. it obviously. Yeah. Um, but we don't like live on it like that. Awesome. Well, I, th- I mean, that's, that's a great amount of information. I really appreciate you taking the time yeah, to sit with us. Absolutely. Appreciate um, having me. We'll, uh, we'll get this up. We'll, we'll tag you. We'll, yes. uh, we'll get it all shared up. Thank you so awesome, much. Man. Appreciate you. Yeah.